Hi, and welcome to podcast number three in our series on patterns of fate and destiny. Today, we continue with the conversation we started last time when um, Mahipal described his very unique vision of um, Earth, our planet, life, and, and humanity, and the relationships between these um, and today we're going to explore the other side of it, the sort of call them drawbacks of his vision. Um, the idea here is that um, by by choosing a, a, a very concrete path in life, a very concrete uh, uh, way of expressing yourself, um, each one of us says no to all the other opportunities uh, and misses out on something. So we want to see what is it that Mahipal is missing out on. I haven't his admitted the beautiful vision. So, Mayur, uh, the first question is to you. What do you think you're missing out on? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I think uh, I can think of a few things, yeah? Uh, first is this whole notion of uh, uh, identity. <laughs> uh, what I mean by that is... Uh, uh, this world is so caught up in saying that, okay, you are so-and-so's this and that, and yeah, there tends to be, I am that, but that's not all I am, right? And uh, the, the, uh, the boundaries of uh, the I become very amorphous, uh, very, uh, very fluid. <laughs> And it depends on what state you're in. So, so even though you you are completely answering a question from the perspective of I, um, that answer can change depending on how expansive or how contracted your sense of self is at that point. And that can lead uh, people to say, wait a minute, what the hell is he talking about? Or he's not being honest or uh, he's being dishonest. This is what I've noticed, you know. Uh, it's not at all that, but but that definitely is a uh, quote-unquote disadvantage, if you will, yeah? Uh, second is like uh, when they when people ask you questions like, who are you or where are you coming from? It's very hard for me to answer that question. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to, uh, where to start and where to go. And... Uh, uh, that can that can pose a certain amount of challenge. I think the biggest drawback is your ability to relate with uh, with with people around you in in many ways. Where if uh, the for uh, I guess if someone's idea of uh, 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 um, the world is one particular way, and you can see that way, but you can also see so many other ways. The question is, how do you consciously, you, you, you almost have to consciously make an effort to be in rapport with that, that way. And sometimes that can be very suffocating. And um, uh, you are able to relate to a whole bunch of people in a whole bunch of different universes, if you will. Right? Uh, for example, 
us as friends is one universe. Uh, my martial arts is another universe. And, you know, uh, work, for example, is another universe. And they're not necessarily, though they are linked, they're not necessarily uh, 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 in synergy with each other. I, maybe that's not the right term, but they are not. Uh, they don't definitely float in the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So it can be seen as very incongruous when one 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 world looks at the other world. But are you truly being incongruous? I would say no. Uh, so the I think um, from the perspective of uh, our so-called functional life, I makes me laugh when I think about that word that hey if this is functional I don't know what dysfunctional is <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh, but uh, the, from the from that perspective it, it can be seen as very incongruous and uh, uh, out there or uh, philosophical not rooted in reality um, uh, it can be seen that way I uh, at least that is the uh, thing that I'm aware of and it can make uh, uh, deep relationships uh, uh, hard in some ways because uh, it requires that either the other person is willing to go to the depths of both your abyss and the heights of your uh, acceleration. Hmm. Either they are willing to go there or they are capable of going there. <laughs> right? Hmm. So uh, I think uh, this is a pretty fucking big <laughs> drawbacks in some ways and uh, uh, there's a sense of aloneness and I'm not talking about loneliness I'm talking about aloneness and there's a profound difference between those two and there's a sense of aloneness that comes in uh, uh, which is both joyful and uh, not so joyful at the same time mm -hmm. I don't know that's uh, that's 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 all that I can feel at the moment. <laughs> I was just thinking that that uh, having a, a a vision, uh, an understanding of of life, so very different from from common, uh, you must have a hard time finding peers, finding friends, people to talk to, people who can understand you. I don't know if you even have a anybody to whom you can fully open in all the aspects of your being can anyone do that actually <laughs> yeah uh, mm -hmm. i would i would i would i would say that uh, but i think there are people man i have I've been very um lucky to have had quite a few people um i've been able to have these conversations with and uh to be able to explore that with and uh, I just wish I could do it more but uh, many of them are dying or dead <laughs> you know so to speak they, are, they they tend to be way older than I am and uh, uh, yeah it's definitely a definitely a challenge so the question is you know how do I shrink the boundary of I <laughs> in order to relate <laughs> You have this phrase you use also often, uh, it's lonely at the top of a mountain. Is this somehow related? I, I, I've stopped trying to think about the vertical climb. I guess I've said it's lonely on the top of the mountain, but I think uh, the world begins to understand that very differently. They think you're climbing to the top of the ladder, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost kind of an achievement. And I, I, I don't know if it's an achievement over others, because I think that's how that phrase is understood now. 
when I'm mm. saying top of the mountain, I'm talking about you are the mountain, climbing to the top of yourself where uh, you say, okay, this is the potentiality. And uh, knowing very well that you may never live up completely to it. So having a goal mm. that you may not ever achieve, but yet having that goal so out of reach and still have the ability to propel you. For example, you know, my, my non-profit, right? It's a, I think it's a beautiful dream. And uh, I've invested a lot of time, money, quit a job, <laughs> trying to pursue it, and it has failed twice. It may take many years before I completely get it off the ground, but uh, I think uh, in so many ways that makes me more human that that feeling and that uh, that chasing it makes it so much more human to know that uh, and if it had come easily I would have thought that I did it I achieved this mm -hmm. rather than I'm allowed to do this at this point in time and it's that's those threads of destiny pulling you and uh, letting it pull you so to speak but it's a lonely path <laughs> <laughs> well, but also, would you say that common paths uh, are close to you because of this, or some of them? Like, for example, I know you're uh, very much pulled into politics, yeah, right? Um, whether here or in India, uh, but at the same time, I hardly see you uh, you being uh, uh, effective in politics because people just won't get you, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're so far, so so far away from 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 common mentality. Um, yeah. and I'm not sure you can, from where you are, you can successfully Succeed. project into 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 the 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 common 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 reality tunnel, so to speak. No, I, I completely hear you, and I think uh, I've, I've struggled with this for a while, right? And uh, uh, I think the learning for me here has been how do you see politics, you know? Uh, uh, I think uh, a, a lot of politics is about harnessing power over people. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And the way my definition of politics is where you are an educator of the masses. Mm. Where uh, as, a, as a true politician, as a king, a leader, your primary task is that, hey, you have this vision and you teach the people to go for their highest potential rather than quarrel over, uh, hey, such and such said so and so in 1999. So he's really a, a closet Republican, a closet gay, or whatever that is, right? Where, uh, in, if you look at politics today, it's it's divide and rule, and uh, and what I'm talking about is unify and flourish. It's a <laughs> it's a it's a completely different metaphor. So I, yes, I do want to be in politics, as you know, but uh, when I think about politics, I think about it as a uh, as, a, as as someone who can move towards our highest aspirations and, and usually moving towards our highest aspirational aspirations is about education and education in the truest sense of the word which is to draw from within yeah so it's not about it's not about it's not about teaching or professing and becoming a messiah but uh, it's that shift from re leading revolutions to leading rebellions and the rebellion <laughs> is a personal rebellion Right? 
So I think I, I think that's that's the way because what is politics? Politics you have politics anytime there are three people or more, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have some politics. So the question is, do you want to divide and rule or do you want to unify and flourish? Is there a difference between is it, I guess a little off topic, but is there a difference between politics and dialogues? If we had dialogue, if we had true dialogues, we would not have politics, right? It's in the absence of dialogue that politics comes into being. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also thinking. I'm continuously thinking about about how you see the world and comparing it to how I um, see it. It seems that you will. It also brings you quite a bit of an unhappiness. Um, in some ways, let me let me explain. Um, for example, you have a corporate job, right? Um, uh, and you've been trained very extensively to do it well, and you paid a lot to do it. Yet, it has nothing to do with uh, with with the grand visions that you have. Um, and it's not really making you happy, right? Yet you do need it because you need the the, the money, uh, as all of us do. It seems that the, the, the things you, you can possibly do that are aligned with your vision are so few and far in between that you're bound to be unhappy uh, for for a lot of your life just doing stuff that isn't aligned. And I can see, I can see uh, how you would see that. Uh, and what I'll say is that these visions of life, these are perspectives I hold for myself rather than expect something from everybody else, right? So that's, that's, I think that's a very critical distinction to make. Two, mm-hmm. um, I would love to follow my passion and make, make a living out of it. But what I've noticed also is that um, when you try to start making a living out of what you follow, a lot of people lose the perspective of what they're following and it becomes about <laughs> how do I make the living off it? Mm-hmm. Right, and so uh, the question is: Okay, do I my corporate job? I'm well paid, pretty good at it, well trained in it. Does it make me happy? Maybe not. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. In fact, I don't think it does. But then it gives me the resources that I need in order for me to pursue that perspective of my life. Would I like to? Would I like to have a job that allows me to live in that perspective 24/7? Yes, absolutely. Uh, have I found a way to do it? No. Does it make me perpetually unhappy, or unhappy for a long period of time? I think I was more unhappy in the past when I felt I would solve the world's problems. <laughs> But now my problems are so much smaller that it's just my problems I need to solve. Uh, I don't think I'm that unhappy, man. In fact, I think uh, I've started becoming happy for the first time. So you shrunk your expectations and became happy in the process? I've shrunk my expectations from the world while increasing my expectations from myself. Isn't this the other way around? You shrunk expectations for yourself because if before you wanted to save the world, you expected... But isn't that so arrogant? My point is that that's that's a statement of arrogance, Mm, right? I see. So, and uh, it felt like, oh, the world would would 
most of us think the world will fall apart without you. You know, you're in a company, you think the company will fall apart without you. You have to do that piece. But guess what? Sergey and I were talking about it. He's still making money from shit he did 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe 10, but 10, still. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still get hired for the, the patent five, six years ago. And I've already figured out ways how that is irrelevant. But people are not willing to hear how it's irrelevant. Right? <laughs> they still continue to pay me for that old piece. <laughs> so, so, I don't know, man. So I think it's it's about knowing what's important, and you know, you you the we all think in terms of where we want to spend our energy in mm-hmm. becoming happy, but you also have to think about where the energy comes from, right? And uh, it's both collection and spending. So I think I'm spending my resources, <laughs> my time and energy in things that make me happy. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. just past few months, how many trips have I gone on? How many places have I explored? And how much have I merged with nature, so to speak? Right. Um, been lucky enough meeting with members of parliament in the Tibetan uh, community, meeting religious leaders, sitting chatting with them about how I can contribute. But all that shift happened after I think I gave up the need to go save them. So it's not them that needs to be saved. So I think it actually makes you happy. I think that my new definition of happiness is no expectations. You're gonna be permanently happy. <laughs> <laughs> finally, you got it. Huh? Huh? What Buddha has finally got what Buddha has been saying for uh, like yeah. a thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thick skull, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Would you say your life is hard, or I guess the opposite of it? it doesn't seem like you're gonna have a easy and comfortable life. It's just so much easier to I don't know what you know. Uh, go to like. I don't know, job, come home, plunk, plump on the couch, drink some beer, watch some TV, you know, kind of the easy, easy, accessible comforts in, of life. Whereas if you, I don't know what, um, it just seems that you're choosing the hard, hard path and it's bringing hardship with it. No? Well, maybe I don't see it that way. I see it as... Uh what is alive and what is not alive, you know? Everything that is alive tends to say, I'm real, I'm, I exist, and I will. Will as in the big will, right? So it's that pursuit of that will, right? The moment uh, things get very comfortable in nature, it stagnates, which means it dies. <laughs> so um, so I, I guess it's about... Uh, uh, would I like to be comfortable? Sure. I I, I, I I know my body will have eternity to be comfortable. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it has only so many moments, uh, uh, so many pulsations of being alive. And I think, uh, I think many a times, at least for me, I find uh, that comingness of a life is in that hardship. You know, you go on that 16-mile hike and... Uh, you're covering rough terrain and uh, you're climbing 3,000 feet. Is it easy? No. Hell no. The parts of your body hurt which you didn't know you had. Yeah? <laughs> Especially as we start growing old. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then you reach the top and that's that acceleration. And then you also realize that this is possible. And it gives you this sense of empowerment and coming alive rather than sitting back and watching um, National Geographic on TV and say, I wish. 
hard yes worth it absolutely yeah what would you guys see as disadvantages of this approach i mean you guys know me pretty well, done well i well i uh, have one thing to uh, to share i guess uh, and see how that plays out so uh, uh, so far for a podcast and a half uh, what i've been hearing uh, is something big grand you know big picture uh, you know big ideas seven generations 200 years uh, right so, so uh, full of himself yeah uh, <laughs> no 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 that, that, that's not what i meant yeah, no, no. Uh, i'm just saying I, that word. but the question well, is how do you wipe your ass man <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got it right on the spot right so <laughs> like here and now right so so uh, uh, one thing i i definitely know about you right uh, when i haven't seen you for so many years is that details is a bitch right yeah. like uh, I mean, uh, talk about uh, figuring out what time of the day it is, I mean, um, yeah. or time of the week. Uh, so it's like, well, we're talking about millenniums here. I mean, uh, who cares about the time of the day? Uh, or uh, the details, like, uh, I don't know, oh, you just, you know, you just do this little thing, you know, you just build this city and, you know, and we go from there, right? Uh, it's on that scale, right? So that's, that's what I noticed, the, the pattern you're thinking of. But, I mean, before you oh, just build that city, right, uh, you have to figure out, okay, just build me this freaking chair that I can sit on so that I can watch how the city has been built. And, and that's a task. Can you do that chair for yourself, right? And that's... Uh, and I that's can't. The, yeah, exactly. So, um, I guess one of the, probably, at least the way I see it, probably the major disadvantage of this approach is... Uh, Just being able to do the, the simplest tasks right here, right now, the details, right? The attention to details, which is, are also important, right? I mean, you need to survive. You need to do something. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with you on that. And uh -huh. uh, uh, I think um, it's a price that you pay. Yeah. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm perfectly aware of it. Mm -hmm. I think in the past I've lost jobs because of the um, inability to do that. Whereas, you know... What 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 shined about me was uh, what what they not I what they called brilliance in figuring out what what needs to be done where it needs to be done and what are the big pieces that you have to go and uh, where I failed in the past was the ability to do these little pieces and I'll tell you why it can't be done it's not it's not about uh, intelligence in fact I think it is about intelligence in some ways. Your mind is processing pieces so quickly and moving so far and so wide. When I'm asked to do something like building a chair, it's not that I can't build it. Mm -hmm. But I get so bored with that little piece mm -hmm. that, hey, I could be doing that and figuring this out. Because, uh, so, is it a disadvantage? Yes. Can it cost you your job? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, do I know how to overcome it? Perhaps. <laughs> sure you do. Find the Sergey. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but but that's 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 the thing, right? Uh, if you think about it, and this is what I was talking about, uh, it's about that unify and flourish, right? Because it's not not everyone in the tribe, so to speak, is expected to do all spectrums of the piece, and that's why we are social animals. Mm -hmm. And it's it's that it's that coming together, right? The coming together and saying, okay. Not every cell in my body has to be the heart. Uh -huh. Right? Uh -huh. Not every cell in my body has to be the corpus callosum. 
if there already is, if those cells are best suited to do that, they should do that. And then there are other cells that are meant to regulate your body temperature, which is much more in the here and now. Okay. That says, hey, I can't let this body overheat right now, otherwise I don't care what what grand visions that that person has for 100 years, the brain has, it's not going to survive. Mm-hmm. So I think it's that, it's that symbiosis again, and finding finding those people and contexts where you you enter into a truly symbiotic relationship. It's not about just taking, but you you give as much, if not more, than you take. And that's how that chair gets built, and that over a period of time, the house and the city, but they mm-hmm. have a map towards which they go. So in some ways, you know, it's a, this path is almost like being a cartographer of the spirit, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, that creates that creates this map, but uh, but the map by itself is not enough. It becomes a very useful means for people to navigate. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you need to find your niche right before you can function. Yes, right. So it's not like you can build up your world. You need to kind of find yeah. your world first, and then you can help build it. I right. guess so, uh-huh. and I, I think the world finds you rather than you finding it. But that's a different, completely different conversation. It's a different topic. Yeah, one way or another, you need to find each other. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I think uh, mm-hmm. if if I try to do the, the big picture and small picture and everything by myself, what is the need for any other person in the world? Well, but, I mean, you know what I mean. Though. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a drawback, man. It means that you have to actually be nice to other people. And so <laughs> <laughs> Is that also a drawback? <laughs> you know, I'm being facetious about it, but <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so I heard from Sergey what he thinks is the biggest drawback. What about you, uh, Karan? What do you see the biggest drawback in this? Mm, same. I think um, getting things. Uh, done yourself um, is is the biggest drawback because uh, the level of your visions you absolutely need to organize others to get things done because um, it's just too big um, and um, I do forget to pay my bills so yeah <laughs> yeah no well, to, to, you know to to, to um, I, I, you know, I can explain a little more. This will take a couple of minutes. Sure. Would you like me to? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We have okay. that couple of minutes. Um, it's just my life after all. Yeah, yeah. go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a time... Um, so, by background, I'm kind of an, a scientist, engineer, you know, a, a tinker, I do it myself, right? Um, but, the, but there was a time when when we met, my when I was uh, sort of... Uh, very much looking up to your uh, ability to have this uh, uh, vision uh, that is very wide and very uh, and, and very uh, far into the future, um, and uh, I mean I admired it, and, and I was I guess some of them envious, good envy, you know, kind of, you know. Um, um, and then, as as our as our friendship grew, and I and then learned more about the very the various facets of it, uh, and went through a bunch of personal journeys myself, I realized that um, 
I would not trade with you. Um, that being a tinker myself, an engineer, I have the ability to to start something myself, uh, and then build it to to to, to some scope, and then you know, get invo- involve other people into it. So so, I, but I I can be. Uh, I can create from within me, you know, with my own hands, so to speak. And um, I think you, and I could be wrong on this, of course, uh, I think you immediately from the very beginning, you need to organize others, the, the tinkers, so to speak, uh, who will actually start do, building the chairs. Uh, and this is a much, much harder task. Huh. It's interesting you see it that way. Um, maybe it's true, I don't know. I don't think it is. Let me give you two counter examples. Please. Yeah? One is my dojo. Mm-hmm. Okay? Started with one student. The tinker. No, but started with one student. Uh-huh. Right? Now I have dojos in three cities. Growing towards mm-hmm. a fourth city. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. And... And the change and the impact that I know I've done in people's lives with it is profound. And you guys, mm-hmm. you guys are aware of those stories, of course, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's one. Second, I would say is um, uh, in some ways uh, RCG in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. This is not stuff that is not not coming from me. This is also stuff coming from me, from extremely deeply within me. Mm-hmm. And yet, yes, it's the three of us having come together and doing it, but it's not just me getting things done through others. That is my personal involvement, my personal time, my personal effort and putting things in for it, for it to have. Yes, it's our collaboration, but it is also mine in some unique ways. So that's the second mm-hmm. second key example, right? Just mm-hmm. as it's uniquely yours and mm-hmm. yours. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's the second key example. The third, I would say, is there. I've uh, I have a big vision. I've been chasing it for a year, year and a half. Who's doing it all? It's nobody else other than me. I failed twice massively, lost a lot of money, but it's my money that's gone. It's my time and my effort. So um, um, I see your point. I see your point that getting tinkerers organized uh, is critical but I would say that's a skill too that's a critical skill where you are able to get people who are building those things for themselves to say hey why not bring this collectively and you build for the whole so yeah there are there are I think I I can fully appreciate what you're saying and uh, I, I can also fully appreciate you not wanting to switch uh, roles and you shouldn't uh, because I think each one of us comes with that that one specific thing you have to do it's like this big jigsaw puzzle the question is can I find where I belong yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so so I think I think uh, uh, I'm not saying you're completely wrong but I think that there is uh, you're quite a bit wrong in that that from this approach you can't do things completely yourself if I might um, point sure. something out in your examples, um, so with in each one of them, you actually uh, 
um, your role was was precisely this the, the role of 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 the of the visioneer and of, of organizing uh, a group. Um, Except like for, for the dojo, probably because dojo is a yeah. specific thing. Yeah, well, dojo is pretty specific. It, it, yeah. Dojo is pretty specific. However, dojo, right? The idea of it is still organizing a group of te- of students. You also you also happen to be the teacher. Absolutely right. So you're the teacher, but but at the core of it, right? This dojo doesn't exist with just you. It's not an individual endeavor, right? It's it, it's it, it's it's a collective. Uh, no, it uh, is an individual endeavor. It really is. You have to show up there regardless of anybody shows up or doesn't show up. You have to do the background work to get that place going and running. Uh, people come and go. I mean, uh, how many students, how many regular students? My, my top student, I lost him last week. Okay, that's a different story. I lost him last week. I'd invested four and a half, five years of a lot of, a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. Right? So, okay. It's gone. Now, next. So the the common thread throughout this entire piece is me. Yeah, I, I, I would actually have to agree. I uh, my well, from what I see, dojo is probably like not martial arts specifically. It's probably an, a, a big exception. In fact, I'd say mm. martial arts for you, my pal, is like this is this is where you are a tinker, in a way. Mm. You kind of have to do this. You were forced to do this. You were forcing yourself to do this. You chose it. You know. You know. Bored with that. That's probably the only that's the only place I know <laughs> where you can tinker in detail. <laughs> and mm. and where you are absolutely precise, absolutely organized and like to the T. Okay? This is like uh you know, he's in the dojo like me with computers. I mean, this is one to one. Okay. I have not seen you in dojo, so yeah. No, seriously, I mean you wouldn't recognize him. This is this is a totally different person there, like completely. But outside of that like everything else, <laughs> maybe it's I think I think maybe maybe it's fair. Maybe maybe uh, the role. Uh, I think that's the uh, drawback of the the term you used, a vision year. So I think uh, the 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 trick is uh, uh, the trick is in sequencing in timing. What is mm-hmm. um, what is the role? What where this role is most effective? You don't want a tinkerer to do the vision year's job in in a, in an absolute. Uh, uh, you know, white space, so to speak, or uh, you know, to go out and be a cartographer, right? You wouldn't mm-hmm. want you wouldn't want that person doing this role. So I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, it kind of reminds me. Oh God, this was like ancient Disney strategy, where he's talking about the creativity strategy. Mm-hmm. You have the dreamer, followed by the realist, followed by the critic. Mm-hmm. And that there's a sequence to this dream. But think about it. Even that dream to come true, you need all the three roles. The trick is that the the three roles, the dreamer, the visioner, the realist, the the tinkerer, if you will, the critic mm-hmm. is like, no, this can't be done. I know plenty of those too. Each one serves a specific function. The trick is to organize them right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if one piece is missing, or one ability, forget a person, but one piece or one ability is missing, you don't have that complete sense of creativity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I guess then let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, an easy podcast. path, and uh, yeah. like you heard yeah. my friends say, uh, there are a lot of drawbacks, and it's not that I chose this path. It's just that uh, it's chosen you. It's chosen you, and this is this is where you are. So, 
Alright guys, with that, good night and good luck. Have a wonderful day. And may you be happy. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.